Hello, and welcome back to Keep Rolling, the tabletop RPG podcast for the casual gamer. My name is Santi. I'm a tabletop fan, podcast host, and all around real human being. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in once again to the show. Uh, thank you all so much for being here. I hope everyone had a good week. Uh, mine was pretty good. It was mostly uneventful. Mostly just worked. It was a pretty quiet week. Um, but it's a beautiful Sunday morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, yeah, let's let's get on with the show. And today, I'm kind of keeping on with last week's topic. And I'm talking about something that is tangentially related to tabletop games and to people who generally have a hobby um, that involves other human beings. Or I guess it, it doesn't necessarily have to involve other people. But I kind of wanted to talk about the idea of what do you do if you are no longer having fun doing something that you previously loved doing, right? And I wanted to talk about it a little bit because it's something that I've come up against, not just in my own life, but I've seen other people come up against it um, in tabletop games, but particularly, you know, any, any kind of hobby, any kind of thing that you do, you know, outside of your job or, you know, taking care of your kids or, or breathing or something, <laughs> you know, these things that we don't necessarily have to do, but, you know, we, we feel a certain inclination to do them, right? Because there's something that oftentimes, like our hobbies, um, the things we do for fun, we often, you know, associate those quite closely with our personalities. We associate them with, you know, some people associate them with their livelihoods, with um, just their, their huge part of our lives. And I think sometimes there's a great deal of discomfort, right? That comes from, oh, you know, this thing I, that I really love to do, all of a sudden I'm not really having fun and all of a sudden it's kind of becoming a chore, right? You see that often with um, content creators on online, right? Like the very word content creator is kind of indicative of that fact, right? This idea that a lot of people don't really have fun making stuff and putting it on the internet, right? They're doing it for for reasons other than that, for, you know, something they've dedicated themselves to, whatever. It's sort of uh, become less than than that which they originally intended it to be, right? And I think, I think a lot of people, when they come up against that, their inclination is, well, just push through, right? Just push through and keep doing the, the thing you do because it's, you know, it's the thing you love. And, you know, why wouldn't I, you know, push through this discomfort playing D&D or this discomfort making a podcast or whatever, like, you know, it's what I do, so I might as well just get over it. And I just, I just kind of wanted to, to rap about it a little bit today, because I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to, to puzzle out, right? Like, how can the things that, that we really love to do, the things that we go to for, for um, escapism, how can those then become the very thing that we're trying to escape from, right? And I think a little bit I think one of the obvious things is that like if you're if you're doing like sort of what I described last week where you're sort of turning your your passion into your career or your um, source of income, I think that that can very easily turn into, oh, you know, well, this is no longer fun because I have to, you know, do these things, these things uh, in order to make sure that's profitable. Right. I think that's a very easy way to sort of drain yourself from from having fun. But I think there's a lot of things that can contribute to you know, you no longer having fun doing whatever it is that you love to do. And I think with D&D, &D, there's some very obvious reasons that can happen, right? 
one being that maybe the game you're playing just isn't very fun, right? I've, I've had certainly, you know, uh, campaigns like that where I just felt like the content that we were, you know, being presented, the, the story that we were going through just wasn't that interesting. It wasn't that fun. Um, and that, that in and of itself is kind of a tricky one, right? Because you, you can't control what the DM puts forward, right? And we'll, we'll kind of get into solutions in a little bit, but that one's a tricky one. And then I think one of the other big reasons people might not be uh, having as much fun playing a tabletop game is maybe there's relationships at the table that, you know, aren't going well. Maybe there's somebody who makes you uncomfortable, or maybe there's, um, you know, tension between you and another character or you and another uh, player, rather, um, because really that's what it is, right? If, if characters have tension, it's because the, the players have tension. So I think there's there's a lot of different reasons why maybe, you know, you're coming into the table and you're just not having fun, right? And I think, you know, I'd go into like, oh, you know, how do you identify when you're no longer really feeling it, right? But I think that that's pretty easy because you you come away not really having fun, you find yourself, you know, sort of checking your watch, like, oh my God, when is this going to be over? You know, is this really, we're really going to do this for three or four hours, right? You find yourself looking at your phone more often, being less engaged in the game. And I, I again, I think that there is, um, there's a lot of reasons why, why that may be, but it, you know, if you've ever find yourself feeling that way, I think the first step in not just identifying what problem is but but more you know finding a solution is just taking a moment stopping and acknowledging your feelings and not trying to you know shove them away trying to be like oh you know I'm just being dramatic whatever I got to get over it maybe I didn't eat today or whatever those are all part of it right but you still need to acknowledge that hey I'm feeling this certain way you know I'm not feeling very good about this game and to stop right just stop what you're doing you know maybe take a break from for a little bit because if you're not having fun there's no real reason to continue playing, right? Like, you know, maybe if it's a, if it's a table where your your character is very, you know, in, imperative to the to the story, and if you're not there, you know, maybe your table can't go on without you, right? But that very rarely happens. Like a lot of the time, DMs can find creative ways to kind of push the story forward without necessarily every player character needing to be there. So if you ever find yourself in a situation where you feel like I'm just not having fun playing D&D, just, you know, just stop for a little bit. There's, there, there is nothing in it that is so important that you need to carry on, even if you're not having fun, because it's not life or death, you know, unless you, for some reason, are, you know, <laughs> your job is to go play in D every, D&D every day. There, there's no real reason why you need to carry on playing if you're not having any fun so I think that's the first step and then obviously the second step anytime you're having an issue that is causing you you know emotional discomfort is identifying the reason and there's a lot of reasons like I just talked about you know that maybe you're having an issue with another player maybe you're having an issue with the story maybe you're having an issue maybe it's it's just a simple matter of fatigue I've definitely been there I know that in the depths of of quarantine and early part of last year we were playing like three games a week, man. It was literally Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then occasionally we'd throw in an extra session on like a Thursday or a Saturday or something. And I know that after a couple of weeks of doing that, I was burnt, man, because you know, we we don't talk about it a lot, but D&D is 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 kind of taxing, right? Like you're putting a lot of effort into it. You're you're, you know, you're having to think about the choices you make, you're having to, you know, 
dramatize your own voice and you're having to put thought and effort into everything you do. And for those among us who are a bit more introverted or a bit more, you know, less socially inclined, which I, you know, would tend to think that people who are into tabletop games, there's there's a lot of us who are like that. You're putting a lot of social effort into playing D&D and, and tabletop games, right? And th- that that can very easily fatigue you if you're doing it more than, than what you're used to. So, you know, the second step, again, it's just identify why you think you're having this problem. You know, look, search your search, search your feelings, Master Scout, you know, young Skywalker, right? Just, you know, search, you know, find why you're feeling that discomfort, right? If you're in the middle of a session and you find yourself thinking, I just want to go home, like I'm feeling very uncomfortable, I'm feeling, you know, I'm not having fun, pause in that moment and just think to yourself, why am I having this issue, right? Like, what is it that's happening right now that's causing me to feel this way? And I think for some people, it may even just be something as simple as like, uh, you know, I didn't eat before session and we didn't have any snacks and now I'm kind of grumpy and hungry. Well, okay, well, that's an easy enough fix, right? Just make sure you eat before session. But, you know, as we were talking, as, as I was mentioning, there's a lot of issues that come up that are a bit more complicated, right? And require a bit more, a bit more uh, finesse to figure out, right? And, you know, taking that, that moment, a couple of moments to think, well, what is the issue here? is going to be really important because if you're coming up against an issue, right? Like, I think the the most dramatic example I can think of is another player is making you uncomfortable, right? For a variety of reasons. I, I, I know the 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 those of us who are female or female passing often uh, encounter, you know, men or male passing individuals who are very um, forward and, you know, maybe may making the the women among us uncomfortable, right? Because we're being too, we're being creepy, we're being whatever. And that is a, that is a very common uh, happening for female players, right? And especially now where we're in this, this point where we can't really play D&D in person unless it's just with your immediate family or your, your bubble. A lot of times, you know, people are just, you're just hearing each other's voices, right? You're not even seeing each other. And a, a, a lot of people are coming up against this issue where they're playing with strangers or whatever. And there's people in that group that are being creepy. They're being, you know, whatever. They're, they're making women uncomfortable. Or they may be making other men uncomfortable. They may, whoever, right? And if you're coming up against that situation where you have another player who's making you uncomfortable, I think the first thing I just want to say, and, then, you know, everyone's reaction to these things is going to be different, but I'm of the opinion, right, that you don't know anyone an explanation for why someone's making you uncomfortable, right? If someone's making you uncomfortable, they're making you uncomfortable. And you don't need a, a grandiose reason, you know, oh, here's the 10 things they did that made me uncomfortable. You have every right to vocalize that or not vocalize that if you don't want to and just leave the group, right? There are so many people out there that are playing D&D. There's, it's in the millions now. So there's no reason to stick with a group that is making you very uncomfortable, I think that's the first thing to acknowledge. But the second thing is that, you know, maybe it's a less dramatic situation. Maybe, you know, someone's just making you uncomfortable. Maybe you guys don't get along all the time. Well, what do you do then, right? Because it's not such a a thing where you can just be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go find a new group. I mean, you can always do that, right? There's no, this isn't a serious enough thing where you need to, you know, second guess your own feelings about leaving a group. If you don't want to play D&D with the same group of people all the time, you don't have to, man. (laughs) <laughs> don't let anyone trick you into thinking, oh, 
you're gonna break up the whatever like there's always gonna be more people out there to play D&D with if you don't like the group you're with go find a new one but maybe you want to stay with the same group you know maybe the majority of people you really enjoy playing with whatever the case and but there's just this one person who's not doing it for you I think the first thing to do is approach that other person if you feel comfortable you know just let them know hey I feel like we're not getting along and it's affecting my ability to play the game, right? You need to be able to be honest with with other people. And I know that sometimes there are people who you feel like, I don't feel comfortable enough approaching this person on my own. You know, I feel like they're going to be reactive or whatever. But I still feel like, you know, even if you have to bring another person in as a mediator, you, it's always a good first step to kind of put your best foot forward, you know, not tell the other person, this is what you're doing wrong or whatever, but to, you know, feeling forward, right? I, I'm not sure where I heard that before, but I think that's a good way to, to kind of handle it. Just, you know, hey, I've been feeling this way. You know, I'm, I'm my own fun is being hindered. You know, I feel these things, you know, whatever. You know, if it's something that somebody said, you know, hey, you said this thing and this is how it made me feel, whatever else. And kind of putting your best foot forward, right? Because I feel like a lot of people are, are doing things that they don't necessarily realize they're doing. And if you come forward very graciously, people are going to be gracious back, right? Now, there are, there are obviously people who, if you confront them with something they're doing wrong, they are not going to react well, right? And in those situations, yeah, you want to have somebody else with you. And also in those situations, you want to approach your DM, right? Because the DM is supposed to be the, 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 the dungeon master, the game master, right? It's their game. And if there's a player at their table that, you know, is making other players uncomfortable, they're being, you know, reactive, defensive, whatever, it is up to the game master to handle that person, right? You know, to mediate, to to decide what to do. And if there's a if there's a player who is just being problematic and is not, you know, is not taking criticism, is still making people uncomfortable, it is up to the game master to kick that person out of the group, right? Because it's their group, they're the ones in charge. And if that guy doesn't like it, they can go find another group, man, because th- there's no excuse to, to, to make other players uncomfortable, right? Now, I, I think the same kind of concept goes also for if you're taking part in a campaign that you just don't think is that interesting, right? I think this one's a little bit trickier because it, it deals directly with, you know, the, the dungeon master and their ability to tell a story, right? And I, I feel like for a lot of dungeon masters, myself included, that's a very sensitive thing, right? Because we're pouring a lot of our heart and soul into these stories. And I know for me, I would be, you know, I I, I would be disappointed if somebody came to me and they were like, hey man, the story you're telling just isn't that interesting, right? I would be disappointed, but I would also understand if they were coming to me and saying, you know, I'm really just not having that much fun. I don't feel like my character's got that much to do. Or, you know, I don't feel like the story's going in a direction that I think is very whatever. You should talk to your DM about that kind of stuff, right? Because they want you... The whole point of being a dungeon master is giving your players a good experience, giving your players an experience where they don't feel like they're wasting three or four hours of their life, right? And if I, you know, if I'm going in a direction that you don't enjoy, let me know because I want to, I want I want you to have an experience that is good for you. That is, um, satisfying. That is, you know, escapist enough for you that you can enjoy the three or four hours that you're spending in my world. Right. And I would love if, you know, a player came to me and they were like, you know, hey, I just don't feel like, you know, my character is getting very much to do or they're not going in an interesting direction or whatever, because then I can work with them. I can say, you know, OK, well, what what do you think your character 
would be a good arc for your character? Or what do you think would be good things for your character to do, right? Because that gives you room to work, right? That gives you things to do and you don't have to guess, right? I don't think any DM wants to guess if their players are having fun or not. They want to know, right? And I think as a DM, you can kind of help with this, right? You can, at the end of every session, what did you like? What didn't you like, right? Have your players let you know because it's going to make you a better DM in the end. And you're going to kind of circumvent some of the issues that people are having where, you know, they're not having fun or whatever. So, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, no matter the issue that you're having, no matter what reason it is that you're not having fun, always just know that, you know, you're, you're valid in feeling that way and that there's a solution out there, whether it's, you know, taking a break, finding, a you know, a, a way to communicate to the people in your group that you're not having fun. But, but never just let yourself just feel that and then try and muzzle your way through it, right? Because this is not rocket science. It's not, you know, we're not feeding the homeless. <laughs> we're playing, you know, tabletop game. And they shouldn't be taken so seriously that the fun you're supposed to be having is being compromised. So always keep in mind that you have every right and reason to search out a reason for why you're not having fun and to, you know, give yourself a good solution to that problem. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to subscribe leave a nice review. Five stars really helps. Um, if you have a question for me or a topic you'd like me to cover, you can go ahead and email me at keeprollinpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is keeprollin, R-O-L-L-I-N, podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at podcastrollin, uh, or you can just join me back here next week for another interesting topic. And I will see you. Uh, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Forgot my own outro. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.